Hey friends, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. I'm Rob Kosberg, and every week I show you how to use a best-selling book to grow your income and your impact. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, I recorded a short video explaining our trademarked process at beginmybook.com. Okay, hey everybody, welcome to the call. Uh, Rob here with uh, Bestseller Publishing. Today, um, a little bit different. You know, oftentimes I'll talk about a marketing strategy or or topic for your book or using your book for your business or to get speaking engagements or PR and media, et cetera. Uh, today, I want to talk more about content creation itself. And specifically, I want to talk about what I'm calling your content style. So in, in many ways, I am, you know, a fairly disciplined person. I didn't grow up that way. Um, oftentimes stayed up all night as um, youths tend to do and, uh, and slept in and, and oftentimes didn't uh, get things accomplished the way I would like. But over the years, I became a pretty disciplined person. Many of you know I have a pretty strong morning routine that I never or almost never miss. And so in many of my life, many of my, the aspects of my life, uh, my discipline is, is pretty strong. But believe it or not, in one aspect in particular, writing, it has not been. Uh, part of the reason that even Bestseller Publishing became a, a company, a real thing, was because of my own personal struggle with a content creation and with uh, the writing of my first book. Some of you know that story. I'll save it for another time if you don't. Uh, the the uh, challenges and, and travails I had initially. And so um, I decided, you know, because I had been successful in so many different areas of, of discipline in my life, I decided, you know, I need to get disciplined in my content creation and I want to become a daily writer. Uh, you know, I work out every day or almost every day. I spend time in prayer and meditation every day or almost every day. And I thought, I want to create, I want to create this, um, this daily writing habit in my life which at different times I've tried, but have not been able to do. So I joined this thing called uh, 30 for 30, which is a pretty large uh, group with a lot of really great training, accountability. And the idea is that you will write a um, small piece, 250 words every single day for not really the month of January, but like the you know third or fourth or fifth of January into the third, fourth, or fifth of February to become an internet writer. This isn't so much about writing books. This is more about um, becoming a daily writer, creating the daily habit, and learning to write on the internet, um, like on Twitter or Instagram or a blog or long form content post on Facebook, et cetera. So, um, you know, the year started out like probably many of you, it does, you know, I have my goals and the things that I set out to do. And, you know, uh, January is, uh, no alcohol, no sugar and very, very low carbs for me. And, you know, I've stuck to it, uh, except for really one occasion, um, that some of you know about, um, uh, my father passed away unexpectedly, very, very suddenly last week. And uh, that's why we didn't have a call last week. I was traveling down there to uh, uh, make arrangements and uh, be with family and that sort of thing. And um, so the, the discipline that I have in my life has carried over pretty well. But believe it or not, I was 
one week, maybe 10 days in, and I hadn't written a single 250-word article back to my 30 for 30. Thank you for the condolences, et cetera. Thank you for that. Um, very unexpected. My dad was very healthy um, uh, and died in his sleep, perhaps of a sudden heart attack or stroke. Uh, fortunately, we were very close and uh, no regrets there. He was just up for the holidays, rode my Harley, um, you know, very, very active, walked every day, et cetera. At any rate, um, the, uh, the 30 for 30 thing had really guilted me out because here I am, you know, the owner of a publishing company that's done a thousand plus books. Uh, and I have this, uh, this challenge myself in creating content. Just 250 words. How hard could that be? So um, fortunately, I'm, um, as many of you know, I'm, I'm in a great mastermind, Russell Brunson's Inner Circle. And Russell has a mindset coach that um, some of you have heard of. I, I've talked about her in the past. I talk to her every month. Uh, she's a dear friend, someone that I've known for a long time since back in the early days of Russell's mastermind. So I meet with her every month to talk about various mindset stuff, and, and she helps. And so um, we got on the telephone and I wrote like two pages of stuff out that I needed to talk to her about all around this writing challenge that I was having. And I'm, you know, I'm feeling a combination of guilt and, and weirdness and, um, you know, already I'm, I'm 10 days into the new year and I haven't done anything on this one particular goal. And uh, she uh, is fantastic. No judgment. Um, she just started asking me some questions. She said, let me, let me ask you some questions so that I understand. I mean, I, she knows all about my business, knows all about what I've done, knows about my books, et cetera. She says, tell me, you know, tell me a little bit about like when you were younger in high school, college, you know, when you had to write a paper or, you know, when you had to put something together that, you know, dissertation or, or, you know, long form research paper. So how did you, how did you do that stuff? And I said, oh, man, I said, this is a little embarrassing, but um, I waited until last night uh, or, you know, depending on how long it was, the last week. And, um, and I would cram, stay up all night, uh, you know, feel all of this pain. And I, I said specifically that I just would procrastinate terribly. Uh, I did that all through college. And she says, well, how, how did you do? And I'm like, I always made an A or, you know, close to it, which also kind of perhaps reinforced, you know, I'm, I'm coaching myself as I'm talking to her. And um, she said, you're a cheetah. And I said, <laughs> she said, you're a cheetah, not a turtle. And I was like, okay. I mean, it does sound cooler to be a cheetah. And not a turtle, but what, what are you talking about? And um, she said, well, turtles are awesome. Cheetahs are awesome. They both have their, their benefits. They, they both have um, their drawbacks. She said, I'm just talking about how you approach tasks. You approach tasks like a cheetah. Number one, and she started like outlining this stuff. She said, number one, you need a deadline. Like you need a drop dead date to get things completed. She goes, you know, and I don't know if any of this is true about the animal kingdom. I'm just, just repeating some of this and it resonated with me. She said, you know, cheetahs and, and big cats will lie around and do nothing. They'll sleep 20 hours a day until they're hungry. And then they're, they're hunting and they are on fire. And the cheetah, of course, the fastest animal in the, 
you know, animal kingdom, you know, on four legs, I guess, uh, land animal perhaps, or, or one of them. Um, again, this is not a class on, uh, <laughs> on animals. She said, you need pressure. You need a deadline. In fact, you need consequences before you act. And I was like, you know, you're right. I do. She goes, she goes, you're a cheetah. She said, it's totally fine. What you need to do is you need to build around your tendencies, not fight against your tendencies to get stuff done, to get your content created. And after she said that and, and explained a little bit more, I can't tell you um, how freeing that was to me. Like, I immediately felt like this weight lifted off of me. She said, now, look, cheetahs have pain, right? Uh, there's, there's pain involved in not doing anything for an extended period of time and then trying to cram it all in a short period. There is pain in having a deadline. There's pain in having consequences. She said, but if this has been your tendency all your life, then you need to find a way to embrace that tendency and use that tendency to create content. I, I always honestly felt differently. I felt like for me personally that I needed to create content in a way that is more turtle-esque, uh, a more, a little bit every single day, much like perhaps I work out. By the way, I don't know that you need to be a cheetah versus a turtle in every area of your life. Perhaps some areas of your life, you are steady and faithful and rock solid. But in other areas of your life, you're not. You are perhaps more like a cheetah requiring consequences, a deadline, and pressure. When she explained this to me, it, it lifted a great burden from me because I felt like, you know what, if I can, it, it, it immediately changed my frame of reference and it immediately put me in a mode of problem solving. Instead of trying to change, you know, this core tendency that I have had for 45 years, uh, it was a matter of how can I build around this core tendency that I have and overcome it in the sense of not changing it, but using it to create amazing, powerful content in various areas of my life. Now I have done that and I'll, I'll share some examples with you, but I wanna share, you, share with you kind of the three steps, if you will, to, to um, you know, realize where you're at and then take that tendency, whatever it is, and, and move it around so that it fulfills what you're really attempting to do, okay? So let, let's go for a moment here uh, to my trusty whiteboard. And if you're just listening to this and not watching it, don't worry, I will go through each of these, these areas. Uh, let me make sure that I share my screen for those of you that are watching it. Okay, so I want to give you um, what to do from here, because it's one thing about uh, thinking through, wow, I'm more like a cheetah or I'm more like a turtle. It's another to actually do something with that that makes it productive. So so what to do? And this what to do for me uh, came about based on the story that I just told you because of my own internal pressures, guilt and the goal that I set for this year. You know, I've I've had it as my goal. I've had two unfinished bestseller publishing books 
for um, a number of years now, one on legacy and one on uh, how to use your book in conjunction with a book funnel and build a seven figure uh, a year income using a book and a book funnel. And here I, here I am, right? The, the cobbler whose kids have no shoes and I've not used the tools of bestseller publishing and I've not made the changes that I thought I needed to make to get this done. And I, I thought, okay, enough is enough. Uh, I know what I need to do, and 2022 is going to be my year. So I set these goals. So what, what are the steps? Well, number one, what we need to do is we need to make sure that we discover what our nature is and embrace it. Discover what our nature is and embrace it. Now, look, there may be elements of your nature that you shouldn't embrace, right? And that you really do need to change. Um, when it comes to creating content, that's not one of them. You don't necessarily need to go against your entire nature to create great content. Instead, you will be far more effective and far more, more productive if you discover what your nature is and then embrace it. So how do you discover it? Well, you know, much the way uh, Mandy helped me to discover mine, which you would think after I'm 57, after so many years, I would know myself a little bit better. But you just need to ask yourself some simple questions around um successes in my life, uh, what were the circumstances? Like, what did I do that led to that particular success? Uh, whether it's the writing of a book, whether it's, uh, you know, something within business, et cetera, all, going all the way back to perhaps your high school and your college days. And the same being true, ask yourself, what were the circumstances around my failures? Okay. When, uh, when I failed, what what led up to it? What was I doing at the time? What could I not do to actually accomplish this thing that I was meant to or believe that I was meant to accomplish? So ask yourself some questions to discover your nature and then give yourself a break, like embrace it. If this isn't something that desperately needs to change for your health or for your wealth or for your relationships, et cetera, but it's something that can be embraced, then embrace it and instead of uh, fighting against it, um, find a way to build around it. So number two is, I just said it, stop fighting your nature and instead use your nature. So stop fighting and use it. Now, how do we do that? Well, I asked myself, uh, when Mandy and I started talking, I asked myself, well, what were the things surrounding my success uh, when it came to doing a term paper or writing my, my first book, Life After Debt, or writing uh, Publish, Promote, Profit, what were the circumstances around it? Well, the circumstances were uh, very similar, and that was that uh, things were procrastinated or were not done until I put pressure on myself. I needed outward pressure, outside pressure. I needed a deadline, a real deadline that other people knew, and I needed consequences. Oftentimes, consequences for me amounted to uh, either something having to do with public shame, humiliation, et cetera, or money, right? I, I either have to put my money where my mouth is, or I have to say, this is going to be so embarrassing I need to make sure that I do it. So I used it, uh, and I'll, I'll share with you specifically how I used it um, in this new book that I am further along now on after just you know a week and a half, two weeks, uh, than I was in the last couple of years. And then number three, so discover your nature, embrace it. 
Uh, number two, stop fighting against it and use it. In other, in other words, ask yourself the questions surrounding it and then find a way to implement those answers into your life. And then number three is to build consistency around it. Okay, build consistency around it. So what did I do? Well, um, this might sound a little simple and obvious, but uh, I, I talk as I talk through things with Mandy, I was like, you know what I need to do, but I have resisted doing it is I need to be a client of bestseller publishing. Now, you guys are already my clients, so I'm not trying to sell you on anything. Um, but I said, look, I need to become a client of bestseller publishing. In the past, I've said I'm not going to do that because I don't want to take up any useful resources I don't want to take a writer away from a client, et cetera. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do exactly like a client would do. I'm going to pay my company. I'm going to wire money to my company. I even paid in full and got a little discount for paying full. So I said, I'm going to, I'm going to pay myself in full. I am going to put financial consequences on this. Now you might say, well, Rob, that's ridiculous. It's your own business, et cetera. Yes, it is. But there's something about the power of transferring money and putting that energy into it. So I said I was going to pay for this service. I said I was also, and that's part of even what this, this uh, call is about. I said, you know what? I am going to tell my clients that I'm doing this. I'm going to tell my clients that I'm going to have this book done in six months. That is my goal. Just like my goal is for every single bestseller publishing client, you should have your book done in six months and no longer than that. We will often extend a program to a year or two years, but it should never take longer than that. It should never take more than six months. So I said, I am going to do this in six months and I'm going to tell my clients that I'm going to do it in six months because I need the pressure. I need the deadline. I need the consequences. The consequences of the humiliation of, can you imagine me having to tell you, you know, even Rob, the owner of the company, couldn't get his book done in six months using all of the resources of the company? Wouldn't that be ridiculous? Well, I promise you that I will not let that happen. So I need, the, the cheetah in me needs pressure, deadline, consequences. And so that is how I decided to do it. Now, how do you build consistency around something like this. Well, I've done this in the past. So for example, um, the, the specific call we're on right now uh, calls for BSPU, calls um, that we use as a podcast and YouTube, but really they're geared towards helping my clients to grow in some way. I created these calls about six years ago, believe it or not, not for my clients. My clients already, already get what they've compensated bestseller publishing for. You get help with the writing and the marketing and the design and, and all the elements of your book. I created these calls really more for me because what I wanted to do is I wanted to start creating content consistently for uh, my membership area, for my YouTube channel, for my various things. And I said, you know, the way I can do that is I can tell my clients that I'm going to do this for them. And of course, I always do it for you from the standpoint of what I'm thinking of creating is for you. It's to serve you. But it started with me building consistency around this and needing pressure and consequences around this idea that I want to create some audio and video content. And now I've been doing it every single week for about six years. I've told you guys last year, I decided actually in, in 2020, 
I decided that I was going to start a podcast. I had been thinking about it for a long, long time. And so what was the first thing that I did? I've, I've told you guys, the first thing that I did was I wrote a $30,000 check to a company to help me to create my podcast and to um, publish my podcast for the entire year. Uh, now I've re-signed up with that company and they continue to publish my my podcast, but basically I needed that pressure, that deadline, that consequence. I needed to write a check to somebody else to get me off my butt so that I would actually get this done. And now we've done about 110 episodes of the podcast. The podcast has generated about six figures in revenue, um, meaning that, you know, just people that have heard the podcast have come to me through various channels and become clients. Uh, I believe that it will build from there and I have a long-term goal for it, but I needed, I needed the, the, the cheetah like uh, impulse of pressure deadline consequence for me to build consistency in doing it. Many of you perhaps became clients of bestseller publishing for the exact same reason. Many of you might've become clients because you decided, you know what, I need to write a check because only writing a check is going to help me to actually get this done and ha actually uh, help me to you know, make my book successful, et cetera. If that's the case, congratulations. I hope that, that writing, a, writing the check has led you to do what you need to do to actually get it done. In some cases, it doesn't. You know, in some cases, writing the check uh, your brain releases the endorphins and you feel okay now. You feel better. And so you let the pressure and the deadline and the consequence off yourself. No, you need to pile it on if you're a cheetah. Now, if you're a turtle, then, hey, you're you're great. In one sense, it's easy. You're just plugging along every single day, creating content, doing what you need to do, et cetera. But I'm betting that in some areas of your life, you are like a cheetah and you need something outside, something in addition to help you to act and create both consistency and great uh, creative content in your life and in your business. So that is, that is for me. Now, I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. And we'll open up in a second. But for me, that has been the power of uh, thinking um, instead of like, I need to become a turtle, instead thinking, okay, this is who I am naturally. Now, let me take those natural instincts and build around the natural instincts to create something that's consistent. I didn't even recognize I was doing it with my podcast and with my uh, BSPU calls. However, I did. So looking backwards, I can kind of see and put the pieces together. But with the book, I was never able to actually do that uh, until now. Hey, thanks for listening in on the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute and like and subscribe to the podcast because every week I bring you either great guests or great teaching to help you to grow your income and your impact with a best-selling book. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, check out my short video which explains our trademark process at beginmybook.com.